uh, on the heart. And we'll try our best just to mind the Lord. May not say much this morning. But I just want to say what the Lord did have us to. Uh, it's real familiar over in Colossians. Goes with a lot of what's been testified of here this morning and things that's been said already. But uh, <clears throat> and I don't know, as I was reading this, it may not have been long ago we read some out of here. But, uh, but that's what the Lord kept bringing to our heart. So we're just trying, like I say, our best to mind Him. Uh, I can't do nothing without Him and I don't want to try to do anything without the Lord. Uh, it, it takes him. It's not. It's not of me. It's of him. Uh, I say that all the time. It don't take you long to figure me out. I ain't much to me. Uh, but but I'm I'm thankful uh, for the God I serve. Uh, but but I want to read in the third chapter of the book of Colossians, <coughs> and uh, it says there in the first verse. He says. If ye be risen, if if ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear. Then shall ye also appear with him in glory. Mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, and covetousness, which is idolatry, for which things, for which things sake the, the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience. And I'll, I'll stop right there. Uh, I, I thought on this, <clears throat> and uh, the verses that kept coming to us is these first verses in this where he, he tells us to seek the things which are above, which where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. And he says to set your affection on things above and not on things of the earth. And and that's that's where her heart was this morning, and uh, you know you get to thinking about that, and and you, when you, he says to seek the things that are above, and he tells us not to set our affection on the things of this earth, but to set them on the things of God. And you think about that, and when you seek something, you get to looking after it, you get to looking for it, and 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 and, and when you've got an affection towards something, that's a desire. Is what that is. It's a desire uh, uh, to, 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 to obtain or have something. It's there. And, and I got to thinking about that. And I thought, because it just seemingly, I don't know, here lately, it's just really seemed to, 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 to crowd in on me a lot. I've, I've thought a lot about it. But we, we see how that, that, that our people in a lot of this world today, they're seeking so much the pleasures of this life and the things of this world. And and, and we see how that it just, it, it, it leads to a, to a bad way. Like I say, in our Sunday school, we've been studying a lot about Sodom and Gomorrah and studying about Abraham and the things. And, and Lot, at one time in his life, you know, you, you all know the story. He looked down there and it looked like a well-watered plain. It looked like a wonderful place. 
And the more he moved towards it, and then the, 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 the closer he got to it, then the next thing you know, he was in that place, and he was consumed with everything around him. And he got his affections, and he got his desires of seeking towards the wrong things. And he got his eyes away from who he was walking with in Abraham. And, and, and I won't get all into that. I know we've preached that a lot, seems like, here lately, a lot about Abraham and and a lot, but 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 that's just a prime example of those things, and and how that, that, that if we get our desires towards the things of this world and towards the, the the things of this life, how it can draw us away and 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 bring uh, uh, as it is said and on down in that chapter there, he talked about those things. He said uh, to mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth, and then he talks about fornication, uncleanliness. Inordinate affections, evil concupiscence, and covetousness, which is idolatry. He said, for which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience. So when we let these things, the, the sinful things of this world, come in on our life, we're just welcoming in the wrath of God. That, and, and as we've preached it, and you knows it, that's, a, that's, that's not something you want upon your life. You don't want God's hand to fall upon you. Uh, I'd rather it says it's better to say that, that if we fall on the rock than for the rock to fall on us. And, and, and I'd rather fall into the hands of God than the hands of God to fall on me. And, uh, but, but, but you think about that and to set, set our affection, to set our, uh, the, the desires of our heart upon the things of God. And, and I've got to thinking about that, Connie, and, 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 and a lot of Cheryl's testified of it this morning, getting our eyes tight. What the world's got. This, this world's depressive and there's so many things uh, that drags us down. There's so many things that just makes life unhappy here in this. And, and, and a man's searching for things and he's getting his affection and his desire set on the things of the world. But, but you can go back and you can just follow the evidence is all I want you to do. You show me one thing in this life that's ever brought a man pure uh, 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 joy, pure, unadulterated joy and happiness and peace. If you can find that, you show it to me. There's going to be an end to any pleasure that this world has to offer. Yeah. There's going to be a stopping point for anything that you have that you desire in this life. There's going to be a place that there will be a, a, a time of that stopping in your life. Well, and it may be right up at the point of the grave. When it happens, you may go through this life thinking you're enjoying and you've got everything uh, that, that the world could offer. But, but most of the time, to be honest with you, it'll drag you down before you get to the grave. Yeah. And it'll destroy your life. You can put your desires into whatever you want to. But if you ain't putting it in the Lord, you're putting it into something that's just going to leave you stranded. You just pray for just a little bit. There's a scripture over in Romans, in the 14th chapter of Romans. Fourteenth chapter of Romans, about the seventeenth verse. That it says, For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. And you know where we seek our happiness is not in the meat and the drink, if you'll have it in that. Not in the things of this world. Not in the things we can put our hands on. But he said in that, he said, 
He said, for the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. The things that we can put our hands on are going to let us down. The things that we can see with our natural eye are going to fail us one day. But the things where my hope lies in are far beyond this life. I, I got to testifying this uh, this morning a little bit in our Sunday school, and, and most of you knows the story. Uh, 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 but, but I got to testifying a little bit about when when Nanny got saved, David. I got to thinking about those things and, and, and how that when it come up to that point of death, everything in this life, she said, "Son, you don't know what I've done. God won't save me." And how many how many times has the devil painted that line so many people's lives? That I have went too far, I have done too much. And God can't save me. We can put our trust and our hope in the things of this world. And it will let us down. And the devil makes us feel ashamed. That we went against what God told us. But there's one thing about it we serve, and that's what we're talking about. Over where we I know I get into Sunday school as much in the preaching as I do in Sunday school sometimes. But we got over to where Abraham was a pleading on behalf of Lot, a pleading on behalf of Sodom down there. And he just kept asking the Lord if there's 45, face 30, face 20, face 10. And he kept pleading with God. You want to know what I'm going to do right up until. Some of my objects die, I'm received when I was 12 years old. That salvation that moved into my life changed my affection. It changed my desires. It changed everything in my life. When the Lord moves in, He will change your life. He won't move in and then put you right back to, to living like you've lived. He moves in and He changes your desires and ever since the day I got saved, my desire has been to see other people have what I got. Amen. We say all the time, boy, if I had a million dollars, uh, my mama, my papa, they wouldn't ever have to want for nothing. If I had, if I had a million dollars, boy, I'd, that church would have it. Boy, if I had a million, we always put a value on everything by the dollar form and by by natural wealth. But I will tell you what, son. I've got a man named Jesus. I've got a salvation that the whole world can have. And I've got it. And I don't want anybody I know to go hungry. I don't want anybody I know to go without a house. Hey, these ball players, they'll, they'll get their first uh, 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 check off of their contracts of that million dollars. And they'll go buy mama a new house. They'll go buy daddy a car. 
Hey, because they they got a hold of something and they want to give something to somebody else. I got a hold of a salvation and I don't want nobody not to have what I got. Everybody, hey, I ain't richer than nobody else can be. I ain't got something you can't have. Hey, we can all have the same amount of Jesus if we want Him. I ain't got nothing no better than you can have, Colleen. I ain't got no nothing no better than the beggar on the street could have. You think what you want. I got to watch the other day. I got to looking up these people that's living on the streets. And I got to looking at this. How pitiful it is, bud. These people out there just living and just wrapped up in a, in a, in a piece of cardboard. They're digging around through trash cans. They're digging into everything else. Walking around and, and just seeking for something. Life's drugging down a bad way. One fellow standing there at the gas pump with just a, a snorting fumes off of gas hoses. The preacher, they got themselves down there. Yeah, but I know a God that can get them up. Amen. <laughs> preacher, they got themselves down there. They deserve to be where they're at. But you know what? I got a God that can yes. give us. Amen. And you want to know something? They can have the same inheritance me and you've got. They can have the same promise what me and you've got. My affection is set on the things above. My eyes ain't set on the things of this world. If you get your eyes fixed on the things of this world, you'll get drunk down just as far as you can go. But if you get your eyes set on what the promises of God is, you can inherit more than you ever thought you could have. I'll read you that too. You can turn over to 1 Corinthians in the second chapter. I know it's familiar. You can say, Rick, you're taking this all out of context. It's all backed up with the Word of God, so you just take it however you want to. I'll preach it how God gives it. You get your, you get the seeking. The things above. Oh, yeah. You get your affections on the things above. You get your desire on the things above. And you can be just like old Stephen when there's a stone. He's looking up to Jesus on the right hand of the Father. Didn't matter what's going on around him. You can be just like Peter when he's walking on the water. You can be like every other child of God that died in this life. And looked at a better place. Oh, yes. And you know what? We're all dying. We're all leaving here. We're all going. But I'm going to tell you what. We all going to the same place. Hey, some that's lost that don't know the Lord. And I promise you their inheritance is not a good thing. No. Listen to this. It said in the ninth verse, starting second chapter of First Corinthians, he says, "But as it is written, I hath not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love Him." 
But God hath revealed them unto unto us by His Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things. And what does it tell us to seek? The things which are above. He said, have your affection on things that's above. You want to get heaven revealed to you? Just let the Spirit touch. Let the Spirit take you somewhere for just a little while. Get your eyes off of what's around you. What did He say revealed it unto us? He said, for the Spirit searcheth all things. Yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of man, save the Spirit of man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. I'm thankful today. I'm thankful. I can look around at every every miserable thing there is in this life. I can see it all going on around me. But you want to know something? The Spirit's done revealed a few things to this old boy. Hey, one of these days when this old flesh of mine lays down, hey, and my soul goes back to the one that gave it to me, I've got a better place. I'm ahead, boys. I'm laying down every care of this life, every misery, everything that's ever ever harmed me, ever come my way, every lick of depression, everything that's wanting to come on the land and tear him all to pieces. I'm going to tell you what, my eyes ain't even seen it. My ears ain't heard it. It ain't entered in my heart what God has prepared for them that love me. I've got my affection set on me. Thank you, buddy. We were not being miserable, a whole bunch of souls, that bunch of people that have passed away. Yeah. We get this hard and we get down about our people. But I'm going to tell you what. I've got a joy. I've got a peace. I know where I'm going. Don't it feel good, Abe? Well, testifying without the same. Don't it feel good, these ones this morning that's been testifying in here? I'm glad I'm saved. more that comes out of the ugly mouth, God said, from the abundance of your heart, your mouth speaks. Yeah. You get your heart filled up with I'm glad I'm saved, and it's going to start coming out your mouth. Yeah. If you ain't got I'm glad I'm saved down in your heart, you'll usually sit there and not say nothing. <laughs> your affections are set on things above. That that I ain't never seen and ear ain't never heard. And that they ain't lived in the hard man. He's talking about Mark. How they want to do away with before Christ. And that old on day. That, that word there about the, the day of our Lord. They're wanting to do away with those things. And take God out of everything. Take Him out of school. You know what they're trying to do? They're trying to get rid of Him. Because their affections ain't set on the things above Him. Child of God want more of Jesus than the world will want less of Because they love darkness rather than light. Because their deeds are evil. 
You know what they do? They try their best and they've been trying for thousands of years now to get away from my God. And you know what? They ain't no closer now than they ever been. They ain't getting rid of him. How do you know, preacher? I told you, see, like last week, I'd wake up in the middle of the night. He's Alpha, he's Omega, he's the beginning, he's the end. He's the first. He's the last. You can't go away from the beginning and the end. That's why my affection set on the things above. Not set on this world. Good teachers, kids. Train them youngins up. Have their eyes on Jesus. Yes. We teach them to chase the things of this world, and it's going to let them down. Yes, it's yes. going to leave them broken. It's going to leave them disheartened. If they chase after the Lord, yeah. they want more and more of Him. Yeah. And they'll have more and more to give. Oh, yes. Well, preacher, I don't want my youngins having to. Starve, and I don't want them doing this, and I don't want—I want to see the kids do good. I want to do good. I don't want to have to struggle in life. I don't want to have to uh, do all these things like that. Well, you know what? I guess that's about all of us. But I'm going to tell you what: if I didn't have it, I'd be just fine too. Oh yes, amen. If I didn't have it, I'd be just fine too. Well, that's easy to say, preacher. It ain't only easy to say. I—I I can promise you, I've been there. I've been there at the moments in my life, Holly. When I didn't have a diet. I've been there with two little hungry kids, brother, and not a job to do. I've been there when my wife looked at me and says, What are we going to do? Where's the money? Where's the hope? And in them days, I looked at the same one that I looked to on the good times. And I said, The Lord will provide. And you want to know something? Ourselves a healthy little young lady with a baby right now, carrying a young one. There's a big old tall boy up there at John's Valley this morning. And I got a wife. And you know what? Through them low times, through them hard times, hey, when there wasn't a dime in the bank, and it looked like we wasn't going to have enough to put nothing in the cabinets, you want to know who's led me? Hey, God Almighty Himself. David said He never seen the righteous forsaken nor His seed of begging bread. But I promise you this much. Hey, the lowest times, the hardest times. Hey, you keep your affections set on the faith above. And I promise you, God Almighty will deliver you. No, but I preach you give to God and He'll take care of Blessing God. You ain't gonna give God ten and He gives you a hundred. No, He ain't gonna make you a millionaire. No, no, He might allow you to be one. He might, He might do them things. But I'm gonna tell you, He can all be done. Oh yes, He can be snatched up under you in just a heartbeat. Devote your life to having all the pleasure this world's got. And we got them tomorrow. Oh, yeah. You can taste the world. A lot of people look like you talk about money. 
He saves in this life that people are chasing. He doesn't have to do with money. And it'll drag them down. It'll drag you down. We'll have our affection set on Satan. Oh, yes. On God. I'm talking about worshiping the Almighty God. Over here to Luke, and you know knows this scripture. But I got to thinking about it as I was studying on these things right here. In, in, in my mind, I kept going back to all these different disciples and different apostles and different ones that died through the Word of God and how they came to a place, every one of them in their life, a place in the day of death. And they got delivered. One of these days I'm going home. I'm going to where my affection's at. I'm going to where my desire's at. I never forget one of the hardest days it was to stay lost from Papa all right. Loved it when he prayed for me. He helped me. The only two funerals I ever shouted at, I reckon, in my life, and that's one of them. Kate Wilson. I sit there and I listen to the preaching and I listen to all the different things and I sit there and all I could ever see was the times when that man died wasn't looking at me, wasn't looking at nobody else. And I could see, I could, all I could see was them blue eyes fixed on a far better country. Yeah. When the Spirit of God get to move on him and he'd get wrapped up in the, in the Spirit of God And his affections was on things above. Oh, look at everything at that funeral. I got to thinking about one time he told about a vision he had where he, where he went to bed one night and he said it's like he's standing in the presence of God. He couldn't see God's face. He couldn't see none of these things. But he said he was like in the presence of God. And he said it felt so good. And he said, I just remember. He said, I just said, Lord, I don't want to leave. He said, Henry, I ain't done with you yet. He said, there's still some more work for you to do. He said, Lord, I don't want to go. He said, I'm just begging you, Lord, I don't want to go back. I don't want to go back. And he said, in just a second, he said, it's like this big old hand just wheeled me around. Next thing you know, he's sitting straight up in the bed weeping his eyes out. My mama going, Henry, what's wrong? Henry, what's wrong? She said, he was just screaming, I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave. And I was like, that thing, that funeral right there, I thought he ain't got to leave no more. His heart's done knitted up where his affection's been all these years. He's in the house of God, in the hands of God, still in the presence of God forevermore. And one of these days, this old boy right here, I'm going home. My my ear ain't heard it. It ain't even got into my heart trouble yet. What God's got provided for me, but one of these days I'm going, and I ain't going to Bless you. <laughs> That's my desire. That's my hope. Do you know what the Lord ain't done with me yet? You know why it wasn't done with Henry yet? God had a work for him to do. Right down beside a bed up in Robinson Cove. 
God had a work for him to do laying up there in the hospital bed. That's why when my wife needs saved. God had a work, and that's just two of the testimonies. I don't know who all else's life that went touched for he left this world. But God had a work for him to do. You want to know why I mean you still here if we're born again? He's got a work for us to do. Yeah. I've got an affection. I've got a desire to go home one day. And I know it's coming, you know. It may come four days out. I don't know. It may be another 30 years down the road. I don't know. But it's coming. Yeah. There ain't no eternity in this world. No. No, I have to lay this body down and get my inheritance. And it's coming. That's just something here. It ain't got that. So while I'm here, I won't preach it. While I'm here, I won't tell it. I won't say some more of them bitty farms. Praise God, praise God. I won't say some more of them J. Roberts look up out of an altar. Are you saying I won't see some more of them Weston Carvers step out and hit an altar and say, I just wanted to feel it. <laughs> My affection is so great above. And I want everybody else to have the same affection. I want them to know the same God I know. I want them to feel the same peace I feel. I want them to know the same hope I've got. Not in this life only in Christ Jesus. Or else I'd be in the man most miserable. But I'm going to tell you what. I ain't just got hope in this life only. I've got hope in the life to come. I've got a hope in a resurrected Savior. I've got a hope in one that conquered death, hell, and the grave. That's where my affection's at. You just want to read Sunday school, son. Ain't nothing too hard for my God. That's the question that was asked over there. Is there anything too hard for God? I think we need to ask ourselves that this morning. We might be sitting here thinking just like my little man did. You don't know what I've done. That same, that same thing that wrestled with her, wrestled with every one of us at some point in our life. But that one, whether or not we're able to have it. We was doing a job one time, but before far, so I might have told you this. We was out taking a break by the road back years ago. We was breaking this huge house. It was fancy, and it was it was nice. This fellow comes riding through with his wife and girlfriend. I don't know this little open vertical car. They slowed down right about where we was standing there by the trucks and taking our break. And I heard him tell her. He said, "That's my dream house right there, baby. One of these days, I'll have you in a place like it right there." Looked over at her, smiled right big. They never forgot that. I forgot a whole lot of things. They never forgot that. You can put your hopes and your affections in this world. You know what? I don't know if that old boy ever achieved that. I don't know if he ever got him a brick house in Bill Forest or not. 
when we didn't. But that was his dream house, baby. That's what he said. I'm going to tell you something. I can live in a cardboard box. And I've got a dream house on the yes. other side. That one of these days I will have. One of these days I will move into. And it ain't a brick mansion. It ain't one where I'll move in and say, well, I've got better... I've got that brick on my house and Conley does. It ain't what I move in there and let's say Tell Conley and Linda say, I've got three stories. They've only got two. No. It ain't gonna be one of them houses. I'm gonna tell you what, there's a glorified body like another the Son of God. That this I'm gonna move out of this old temporary tent and I'm gonna move in. I'm gonna go there. Hey, this earthly tabernacle, hey, it's gonna be dissolved one day, but I have a building. Hey, in the heavens not made with hands by God. I promise you one day I'm gonna move into my mansion. Hey, my eye ain't seen it, my ear ain't heard it, but you wanna know something? I I know it. God's spirit has revealed it unto me. Lay down the cares of this life. That's where my affection is. That's where my hope is. As a resurrected Savior, I heard the tell of your lesson this morning. You said the last enemy to be defeated was death. He defeated that in my life. I ain't got to worry about death. He conquered. Death, hail, and the grave. Come out victorious. I'm trying to get over here. You can look it up over if you want to. It's over here in Luke. 16th chapter. Very familiar. I mentioned some of it the other day. He said there was a certain 19th verse. He said there was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple. And finally, he fired sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, which was laid at his gate full of sores. And desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table, moreover the dogs came and licked his sores. Ever think about that? He's just desiring a few crumbs. The only thing he could get was the dogs to come lick his sores. That just seem like my new life sometimes. We want one thing and it seems like we get another that's just as bad as what we had. <laughs> it seems that way in this life. No Lazarus, I thought about him as I was studying this out. He wasn't trying to move into the rich man's house. David, he didn't, he, he didn't want the clothes the rich man was wearing. What he desired.
of all that and live in the pleasures of this life. Never wanted for nothing, man. Never, never, never knew what it's like to be hungry. Never knew what it was like not to be bathed. Never knew what it was like not to have somebody just to wait on his ever call. He's glad sumptuously dressed in purple, fine lips. There's never been a rag touched in his back. Man, I was wrong. We look in this world and we see people that's got everything. What do we do? We say, I won't be that guy. Just like that fellow driving by that house over there. I won't have that. You know what he's doing? He's looking right past all us old dirty Greek masons. He wasn't even in his view. But he's looking, oh man, I want that big riches behind me. times people look to buy old Lazarus? I preached this before. How many times did they look past old Lazarus and said, I want what he's got? I want to fire sumptuously every day. I want to dress in purple and fine linen. I want to have the best things to eat. In other words, I want all the world to give me. You get your affection set on the things of this world. You get your eyes set on the things that the world can give you. The pleasures of this life. He told us so far before we read a while ago, you got to mortify. Get rid of. Do away with the, 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 the deeds of this flesh, the things of this old body. The desires of this body. There's not one of us sitting here saved or lost that ain't got a flesh. We're just human. We're just human. We got a carnal mind and we got a flesh. And there's things that we want that God don't want us to have. But that spirit moves inside of it. You know what he helps you do? He changes your affection. He gets your mind on things above. He gets you to seek in the things of God. And he turns you away from the things of this world. That can let you down and that can leave you empty. Old Lazarus didn't have much in this life, did he? Nope. No home was bigger with doors. You know what? He had his affection set on something far greater than this life. He laid outside that rich man's grave, just wanting enough to get him by. Bible said that Lazarus died. And the angels came and carried him in Abraham's bosom. Bible said the rich man died, and in hell he lifted his eyes in torments. He had all the fun he could ever have while living this life. Now he's spending an eternity.
why we lived in this life. He could have chosen to do away and not live for this world, but he could have chosen to live for God. And he could have been carried just like Lazarus was. It's a decision to be made. And it's up to each one of us. Each one of us. Get our affection set on the things above. Just be totally honest with you. How would you like it if your mind was opened up right now and spoke out loud? What you're thinking this very moment? Anyway, be a lot of us sitting here thinking about the old Chapala, thinking about beef stew and crock pot, thinking about what we're going to do tonight, what we're going to do tomorrow for Labor Day. We've got our affection. We've got our, our desire set on so many other things when we're sitting in the house of God. It's hell to tell on us. I wouldn't want my head open up and let you hear every thought I ever have. But you know somebody that hears everything? He heard Sarah laughing. He heard her laughing. when she thought it was impossible. Isn't that too hard for God? No. I pray you Jason to have our affections on the things above, on the things of God, the eternal hope and the eternal promises of God and not be looking to this old world to find our happiness. There's a better day coming for a child of God. We're not going to get what we deserve. We're going to get the gift of God. Eternal life with Him. That's what the Lord laid on our heart this morning.